everyone spoke today. You saw uh, Douglas speak, and Aaron Rodgers even spoke a little bit, and Aaron Rodgers said something that I have to admit, as much as I love Aaron Rodgers, and I know I'm late on this, usually I'm I, I, a lot of the times I'm the first one to react to games, to different things. Every once in a while, I'm the last one to talk on stuff. But, I mean, Aaron Rodgers making a comment that I just can't believe he doesn't understand pertains to him. And, and again, I love him. I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan, always have been. I just respect the way he plays the game. He's one of the more accurate, on-the-run incredible performers I've ever seen. It's for me, the two best Sunday to Sunday week in and week out quarterbacks I've ever seen uh, is Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers. Those are my two where I'm just like every week they are as good as you can possibly be. Uh, They run their offense. They're incredibly accurate. They're, they're just remarkable. Those are the two. Now I know Tom Brady's the greatest Tom Brady won six Super Bowl seven now with the, with the bucks. I, I'm not saying they're better than Tom Brady. What I'm saying is week to week, the ability to play the position at such a high level, run the offense, run the team, I would say in my lifetime of watching football regularly every week, as many games as I can, Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers are the two best quarterbacks I've seen week to week. And so I've always loved this game. And I think the Jets, honestly, I believe what Robert Sala said the other day. I believe that the Jets are closer than you think. And I think Aaron Rodgers coming back, playing, being healthy with the rest of this roster, and now tweaking it and having a full season of watching and and learning what their real problems are, having an answer on Mekhi Becton, which is no, having an answer on some things, watching uh, the way this team played and having a better understanding of what you need at the quarterback position, the offensive line position, and all those different things. I think they're going to be better off for it, and I think next year, as long as Aaron Rodgers plays and is Aaron Rodgers, that this team is absolutely right there to compete inside this AFC. There's no doubt in my mind. But for Aaron Rodgers, when talking about the team, and he vaguely referenced something like this when he was on Pat McAfee a few weeks ago and talked about uh, the leaks. Uh, it was right around the time that the that Joe Beningo was, was given the, the text out that him and Robert Sala exchange and like there were leaks inside the building, and he was talking about all oh, these leaks need to stop. This needs to stop. And now today or yesterday, talking about what needs to happen moving forward. For Aaron Rodgers to say that the the BS needs to stop, and everything not about winning needs to stop. Now he he did preface it or say it a couple times as in in the building, and I'm sure in the building he's on the straight and narrow and can. Contributes nothing to the BS. But outside the building, he is nothing but BS with Pat McAfee. He is nothing but BS with his opinions on different things. Now, I'm not saying people aren't entitled to their opinions. And I'm not even saying he shouldn't do Pat McAfee. I won't even go that far. If he wants to do Pat McAfee, it's a free country. Go do Pat McAfee. Understand what it is, though, and don't lecture the rest of the team on not creating BS. That's the issue. You want to do Pat McAfee and talk about ayahuasca and talk about uh, Jeffrey Epstein and and talk about everything else that infiltrates this team and give answers on a team you're not even playing for or around every day and everything else that went with those Pat McAfee interviews week in and week out. If you want to do all that, that's fine. That's fine with me because it's a free country. Make your money, do your interview, get your opinions out there. As long as you're playing, as long as you do what's right by the team, that's fine. But then don't get all high and mighty 
and tell us everything else but football needs to end. Everything that's not pertaining to winning needs to end. And then preface it by saying, in this building, when you step through those walls, it's not some of the time, it's not most of the time, it's every time, everything you do has to be pertained to winning and have a purpose. Well, that's easy to say when you're on the outside looking in saying all kinds of BS on Pat McAfee to the point where now you've got late night hosts and Jimmy Kimmel doing full seven minute monologues just on you, Karen Rogers, as Jimmy Kimmel called him, and pretty much went after his intelligence and the idea that he thinks he's uh, smart on things he has no education in. And maybe we'll play some cuts of it. I know Marco was going through. We'll play some cuts of Jimmy Kimmel and his open on Aaron Rodgers because it was fun. It's just, you know, it's nonsense. It's a bunch of BS, Aaron. It's a bunch of BS you've you've created. So I have to admit, as much as I love him, as much as I think he's one of the great quarterbacks to ever live and the best quarterback, the best quarterback to ever play for the New York Jets, and as much as I think they are a healthy Aaron Rodgers away from being a legitimate not only just playoff team, but legitimate threat inside the AFC, I still think that is one of the more unaware comments I've ever heard to lecture this team and talk about how everything else needs to stop when you are literally creating most of the nonsense and BS. What other BS came from this team? Text messages with Joe Beningo? Like, honestly, losing came with this team. That's it. Losing. I don't remember a lot of storylines created inside this team that, you know, they they did other than losing and questions about the quarterback position and pleading the fifth from the head coach when he doesn't want to tell you, hey, listen, I'm being forced to start the quarterback. Like Everything was football. Unfortunately for the Jets and their fan base, their football is BS. But they, I, I don't really remember, unless I'm wrong and Fliegelman can help me out, I don't remember any real controversy or issues created not having to do with football inside that room other than you, Aaron Rodgers. So please, I'm not even telling you to stop doing the Pat McAfee interview. I'm I'm just not. It would probably be best for the team, but you do you. But if you're going to do you, don't be lecturing other people on stopping the BS. It's absolutely atrocious. It's absolutely, it's, it's arrogant and it's ridiculous. You want no BS? Then stop doing interviews. You want no BS? Stop promoting hallucinogenics. And not that I'm even against what you, but this is the BS you create. How could you not realize you are the center of the BS universe? How could you not realize it? You know, a couple a couple of leaks he's referring to. Like, what else? So please, Aaron. Just play some football because you do it better than almost anyone on the planet. I still think you got game in you, and I still think you could lead this team to, dare I say it, their first Super Bowl appearance since 1969. And I know I know, Jet fans don't agree with me. I understand that. I think this defense is legitimately good enough to do it, and I think if they add another wide receiver weapon or another pass game weapon, which you know they desperately need, but whether it's Devontae Adams, which I don't know how gung-ho I'd be about, trading major draft assets for a a player of his age. I still think he's tremendous. I think he's a very good player, and he'll help this team. I don't know if I'd be willing to do that necessarily, and especially another Aaron Rodgers guy when it hasn't worked out yet with Aaron Rodgers guys, but 
If you you got to bring in another weapon somehow. And I think if they do that and they fix the offensive line a little bit, but a lot of the stuff Aaron Rodgers fixes on his own. I still believe in all of that. Just please, please stop saying the BS needs to stop when you are the one creating it. That's all. And some of the stuff Joe Douglas said in this press conference, I'll tell you the one thing that Joe Douglas said that was, I thought, 100% on the mark and exactly what I wanted to hear from him. But despite the fact that he said he believed going into the year they had a good plan for the quarterback position, that was ridiculous. But for him to at least acknowledge that the problem with this team is not overcoming adversity. And for me, when he says they didn't overcome adversity and it's all on him, he is talking about not having a better plan at the backup quarterback, not having the wherewithal to go out there and make moves once the injury happened. He gave his team no opportunity, none, no opportunity to overcome adversity. They just allowed adversity to wash over them. And early on, they overcame it, and so they thought they could long-term, and it was terribly, terrible thinking. Early on, they win that game against Buffalo anyway, and then they go on the run, they're 3-3 and at the bye. Then they beat the Giants, and they're 4-3, and and they thought they were overcoming adversity, adversity and not realizing it was fool's gold and not realizing that it was with smoke and mirrors, and they needed to do far, far better. And that is on him. And I don't care if it's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, other than the owner telling him you cannot do anything, I don't care what Aaron Rodgers had to say. I don't care how much you feel you deserve that Zach Wilson deserved uh, the opportunity when you know what? I'm not even sure how this we, – we've heard comments from the coach. And honestly, when you hear Douglas talk, I'm not even sure how like behind he was in, in drafting the quarterback. I mean, I, it's just a, it's a it's a unique situation where they are. But at least – he did recognize that he was the reason why they didn't overcome adversity because he did not attempt to help them. And this year, going into it with a 40-year-old quarterback recovering from an Achilles heel injury, no matter how well he recovered from it, that's what we're dealing with. You have got to have a better plan to move forward in case adversity hits, particularly in the quarterback department. Because everywhere else you could live with adversity. Like right now, obviously, Brees Hall is imperative to what they do. And Brees Hall is is arguably their best offensive player. And Brees Hall, after having a full year removed from the surgery, should probably be even better next year. But you can live without him if that adversity hits. Wilson is as good a wide receiver, a young wide receiver, and talented. I think, unfortunately, we haven't seen what he's capable of because of the quarterback room. But we understand that Garrett Wilson is super talented. We understand Garrett Wilson is frustrated by his comments, talking about this is the worst year of his life and it can't continue this way, and he's 100% correct. As great as he is, as right now, without adding more options, he's the one guy in this passing attack you believe in and you and you uh, you know could fashion an offense around. You could even live with that disappointment. You can even live with that, but you can't live with the quarterback situation. Not again. You have to come up with a legitimate plan to have someone step in if Aaron Rodgers goes down. Plain and simple.